Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 423, recorded live on Sunday, August 2nd, 2015. So, so random, random topic. topic. Roll ahead of time. What is your, well, it just says favorite type of soup. We're back to soup. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was like, soup to nuts. And then the random topic today is going to be favorite type of soup. Nuts. No, no, there is no nut soup. Oh, I beg to differ. Oh, there probably is, because, you know, there you are, can There get... are many nut soups. Nut soup. You have tons of peanut soups. Nut soup recipes, okay. Yeah, peanut, cashew nut soup, Brazilian nut soup. Turns out nut soup's in Urban Dictionary. Oh, dear. <laughs> yep. Can, can we read that out loud? Uh, these jeans are so tight. Pretty soon, they're going to be soaked in uh, nut soup. Nut soup, okay. That makes sense. Yep. Butternut um, soup. Well, that's technically a squash. Butternut squash soup. So favorite soup. I'm pretty partial to chicken noodle. Chicken noodle is but pretty I good. Can't have chicken noodle. So I got to go with chicken and rice. I, chicken noodle is always a good soup to have. Um, I also enjoy uh, New England clam chowder. Not Manhattan clam chowder, but New England clam chowder. What's the difference? Manhattan clam chowder is made with a tomato base, and New England clam chowder has got the... the it's a chowder base. It's yeah. dairy. Yeah, it's got the dairy base. Because tomato base wouldn't actually be a chowder. I believe chowder requires milk. Let's see, Manhattan clam chowder. Let's just look at the Food Network recipe and see what's in this thing. Celery stock, glar, garlic, paper, yeah, tomato paste, thyme... Potatoes, clams, tomatoes, clams. Yeah. So it's like a tomato clam soup, which I I don't like tomato soups. I like either the dairy soups or like the the broth soups. Yep. Matzo ball soup is good. Matzo ball soup is delicious. Especially um, after the matzo balls have soaked up a bit of the... French onion soup. Oh man, I haven't had French onion soup in forever. French onion soup. My brother soup. used to make split pea soup. Ugh. Ugh. God, that was horrible. He would just open the microwave and I'd just be like, oh. So gross. Ah. So gross. Um, speaking of soups, though, food for next weekend. Question for you. Is there a Weber grill, a charcoal grill up at the cabin? Uh, no, we've only got gas grills up there. Okay. That's what I thought. Laura said she thought there was a Weber one. No, from what I remember, I thought it was just the two gas grills. I'm tempted to donate a weber grill to the cabin <laughs> make a turkey this year okay now we got every, gas is just so much easier especially with you don't know who's going to be there so you don't know who can actually you know use a charcoal grill yeah you know it's not actually hard to use a charcoal grill right i know that but still it's one of those things where it's we're trying making it easier for the renters yeah the last thing you want to do is have one of them not handle it correctly and then accidentally spill you know Hot coals. Hot coals on the wooden deck. Yep. All right. No charcoal grill. No turkey. Well, we don't have one, so. Yep. Um, Soup. Soup. French onion is good. Chicken and rice is good. Chicken noodles good. Clam chowder is good. Matzo ball soup Uh, is good. There's some soups that, oh, God, no. Okay. Um, Chicken and dumplings is good. Where where was that one? Grizzly Peak. Grizzly Peak, which is a restaurant in Ann Arbor. Yes has what is, I, I feel, one of the best cheddar and ale soups. Yeah, but it's got ale in it. So? 
So it probably has hops in it. Unless well, it's I can't. The old I, school I certainly ale. can't eat it. Yeah. Most soup has flour in it. Ah, uh, yeah. Or it's a thickener. Yep. It's a thickener. Yeah, but but you you could go and eat it, and you should try the soup. Next time you're in Ann Arbor, you should go to Grizzly Peak and just try a cup of the Cheddar and Dale soup. No, I think I'm good. I, I beer and ale just they, I can't can't do it. It doesn't taste like beer. It tastes like a bowl of molten cheese. Then <laughs> why don't I just have a bowl of molten cheese? Because that's not a soup. <laughs> it could be. It depends on how melted your cheese is. Anything could be a soup. If you get it hot enough. Yeah, if you get it hot enough, everything's a soup. Okay. It might not be edible, but it's still a soup. Might not be what? Edible. There you go. Why, what did I say? Edible. Sorry, I was drinking Mountain Dew during that, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got, uh, we, we got enough. I do believe so. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Next week, The Sounds of Lake Michigan. <laughs> That's a wrap. This is episode 425, recorded live on Sunday, August 16th, 2015. Random topic. Random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Have you ever had a coworker that you wanted to give the pink slip, and why? Why would I want to give away my car? Well, okay, have you ever had a coworker that you wanted to give the pink slip? Right. Did you want to fire why, them? Why would, oh... Oh, oh, that makes more sense. Okay. You, You've you, never heard getting the pink slip? I have. Have you ever heard of getting, of racing for pinks? Yes. There yeah. used to be a TV show called, I do believe, Pinks. Okay. Do you know what the pink slips were in, in car and in cars and why you would race for pinks? Yes, they were the, your owner slips. Right. So you, you read this question before the episode. I'm like, why would you ever give your car to a coworker? I, I had that interpretation of pink slip. Gotcha. No, this was fire. Okay. So why would you ever want to? So, so would you, have you ever had a coworker you wanted to fire? Yes. Does my boss from the high school count? <laughs> Is that technically a co-worker? a co-worker? I, well, we were both employees of the school district. Probably could count. Then, yes. I have had people who shall remain nameless that I would love to have been able to fire. I'm trying to think if there's people I've been with that I've wanted to fire. No one at Eastern? No. Um, there was the uh, manager who almost got me fired at Best Buy. Yeah, probably a couple people at Best Buy, actually. Yeah, there were a couple of people at Best Buy that I was like, why are you even here? How are you employed? Yes. But so no. yes. When when the the quote unquote manager on duty at the time disobeys company protocol and then you get literally left holding the bag of your drawer short a couple thousand dollars because they didn't do their end of it right. Oops. Yeah. That's not good. No, and I'm like I I called the manager. I finished out the thing there because it was a cash like you had to finish it out. You couldn't void the transaction with where we were, so you had to finish it out and then they would be able to go back into the system and void it out. But it was at the end of the day, and I brought it up to her, and she's like, all right, I'll take care of this over customer service. And she just did her own thing with it, and I'm sitting there going, uh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> WTF. But yeah, no, she was dating one of the other managers, and so. Mm. Yeah. Is that nepotism when it's relationships, or? Yeah, it's it's close enough. Okay. Cool. But no, I, I felt like she should have been fired for that. Yeah. And was not, just because she was dating one of the other managers. Okay. There's probably other ones in there, and Kate could probably remind me, but nothing really comes to mind right now. Yeah, I'm usually pretty happy with people that I work with. Yeah. Usually. Everybody's happy with me, so that's nice. Yay. All right. Well, that's uh, it. Yeah. 
guess that's a wrap. This is episode 426, recorded live on Sunday, August 22nd, 2015. So, random uh, topic? Yes. Rolled ahead of time. What item that you don't have already would you most like to own? What item? What one singular item would you most like to own? That you don't have already. Oh, man, that's... So the item that I've been effectively lusting after, uh, I just sent a link to the chat. Wind chimes? Yeah. The the one item you... $600 wind chimes? There you go. (laughs) They are the most amazing sounding wind chimes, and they're visually, aesthetically gorgeous. This coming from the man who, after I told him the price of my bike rack, went, what? Yeah, well, that's why I don't have these, Andy. (laughs) Besides, they're only $600 for the base version. Oh, I'm sorry. The smallest version is $90. Yes, but those those sound wimpy. I'm going for the the tenor Mongolian. Go ahead and click the button. Oh, there are. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Wonder there's got to be a cheaper way of doing that though. They right? are they are incredible. Like these are the the pinnacle of wind chimes. They they sound good. They sound like they well the they sound tuned is what they do. They are absolutely tuned. This is a company that knows what they are doing. Uh, they are also aluminum and stainless steel. They are handcrafted. They are just absolutely wonderful. <sighs> So, you know, fun fact is the fact that the Big Ben is actually detuned, so it doesn't have a true ring to it. Huh. I learned that one watching some documentaries. Big Ben, like the actual Big Ben? Yes, like the actual, which Big Ben is the actual bell itself. Ah. The tower is the... The Tower of London. Well, the tower, no, the Tower of London it's, is a separate building. Oh, right, it's uh, Westminster Abbey, right? Yes, but the, yep. the, t- the name of the tower is actually the Elizabethan Tower. Okay. And Big Ben is, is the actual bell. Or is it the Victorian Tower? I don't know. One's on one side, one's on the other side. In England. Yes. Okay, so you wanted wind chimes. I, I, that's Those are pretty high up on the list of the, like, what one thing would I want right now that I don't have? I could also go, another acceptable answer is uh, in-floor radiant heating. In-floor radiant heating. Yes. Like in the bathroom or all over the entire house? All over the house. <laughs> You know, they have these things called slippers. Yes. And if you have in-floor radiant heating, you don't need them. You also don't need a forced air heating system. True, because the heat will just... Comes from the floor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cheaper. Higher upfront cost, lower overtime cost. So what's the one thing I don't own right now? That you would like. That I would like. House would be nice. I was wondering if you were going to say that. <laughs> that. That's like the go-to ant house, well, of course. I'd, I'd like to own a house. Yeah. Um... I mean, really just open up your Amazon wish list. Oh, yeah. What's on my Amazon? What is on my Amazon wish list? I mean, I've got things like a Nest thermostat. Uh, you know what? I know what I'd like on, uh, on my, uh, I'd like to own a smithery. <laughs> I'd like to own a forge, like an entire blacksmith shop. A lot of power tools as well. Bandsaw, a drill press. Welding gear would be nice once I get a place to actually, you know, use it. Mm-hmm. The uh, farm and fleet nearby has a lot of welding equipment. Okay, so um, I normally keep Chrome connected to Kate's Amazon account. Yeah. Because she has all the Prime stuff attached to it. Yeah. So in order to find my wish list uh, easily. Do you want me to go find your wish list? No, I found my wish list, but I had to open up the new Internet Explorer. What is it called? Spartan or ah. whatever it is? Microsoft edge uh edge i only have your christmas list 
Do I own that game now? I think I do. I might have to take that off my list. Or do I not? See, Red Den Redemption's on there. Robo Rally. Pandemic the Cure. Adreno. A car radio with an iPod input. <laughs> yes. Wait, oh, I could probably actually remove that because I currently, the, the Explorer has a DVD player in the back, mm-hmm. which has auxiliary inputs on it. Nice. That's why you have the wires running to it? Yeah. Okay. So I can just plug my iPod in through the auxiliary input because it's got yep. RCA jacks for that. Yep. A bathroom scale. Yeah, our bathroom scale is, I'm not sure about that one. A NAS, a NAS would be good. Mud flaps would also be good. Geeky polos would be nice, yeah. Cell phone booster signal, that would also be nice. Yeah, there's a bunch of things that would be nice. I think house still kind of yeah wins, no that kind right? of trumps everything like if, else. if you're getting this for free <laughs> oh if i'm getting this for free yes if not it would still be nice to you know just have a house have a house yeah then i have to worry about maintaining the house but that's yep. oh man that that is such a cost that you don't think about i need to get an electrician you need to rewire well i just bought a tankless water heater ah on-demand water heater okay yeah which is hopefully going to be really cool actually it's hopefully going to be really hot uh and save energy because i'm not going to be heating up and maintaining 50 gallons of hot water Mm -hmm. but it requires some extra wiring because it probably you need it do you need 220 for that or no um no but you need three 60 amp fuses you need to take up three spots on your circuit on your circuit break wow okay then so i need an electrician yes because messing around with your breaker with your breaker box that could get you uh, in trouble yeah that's that's a lot of amperage coming into the house yeah so i want a professional to do that part the plumbing i might actually try on my own especially if you get the plastic tube uh plumbing now rather than the copper pipes they actually recommend copper for this oh okay then then use the copper pipes yeah (laughs) which is basically just soldering really right so in fact there's you can get weldless coppering where it just connects together um but yeah so that's that's my other project that should be showing up today okay then so I think that is pretty much the random topic. Yep. So Andy wants a house. I want wind chimes. <laughs> oh, and just so people are, are aware, uh, because I linked it directly to Andy, and so it doesn't make much sense unless you actually get to see these things. It is the musicofthespheres.com. Musicofthespheres.com. I can probably also add a link to that. In incredible the wind chimes. Links. Yes, please. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's the episode. Okay. So that's the wrap. That's the wrap? Okay. That's a wrap. There we go. This is episode 427, recorded live on Saturday, August 29th, 2015. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Uh Uh-huh. At what age would you talk to your children about the birds and the bees? When they are ready for it. (laughs) I I mean, that's, that's such a what age you can't tell. It's going to depend entirely on the person and their maturity level. My parents never really talked to me about the birds and the bees, but I also had three older siblings. Did your older siblings talk to you about the birds and the bees? Not really, but I picked up some stuff along the way. Okay. God, oh, I don't know. I uh, Talking about this topic with people I know is always awkward. Yes, which is unfortunate. It's a topic that we should actually be able to just talk about. Sex is an important topic across uh, everything, across relationships, across friendships. It is an important thing. But Dave, if you and I started talking about about sex, would you not feel awkward? Um, for the beginning, certainly. But that's just because that's how it's been for us. Yes, I would feel so awkward. I still feel so awkward. This is always going to be an awkward end. You don't think if if you and I sat down and said, okay. We, we have a mission. We have a goal right now. And our goal is that we need to start talking about sex. <laughs> you don't think we'd move past the awkwardness within like 10 minutes? 
Remember how we had that random topic where we talked about what thing do we need to throw away? And I had that, like, antsiness. No. Was the thing you wanted to throw away, like, a vibrator or something? No, because okay. I've, got, I've got the hoarding tendencies. And I, it's just, I always get, like, the, the those mini panic attacks about when I need to throw something out. Okay. Yes, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. I have that same thing when we start talking about this conversation. I'm just like, mm-hmm. Right. But that's, that's, a, that's a learned reaction. I know. I need to just be cool. Right. It's a normal thing. Everybody does it. Every, well, not everyone. Not everybody. True. There, there are people who don't do it. There are people who don't enjoy it. There are Catholic people who priests. do enjoy it. Not Catholic priests. What? Catholic priests. The abstinence. I have a, a friend who is the grandson of a Catholic priest. I'll let you work that one out. <laughs> well, wait, because they're not. I thought they were not allowed to get married. No, they just have to be celibate. So, so guy was married. Yes. Had kids. Yes. Then decided to go into the priesthood. Wife died. Ah. Went into the priesthood. Gotcha. Okay. There it is. That's how that happened. But no, I, I think that if, if we decided that it would be beneficial, if we decided that this was something we should do, we could definitely sit down and we could actually talk about sex and sexual activity and topics relating to that. I need some serious alcohol. Okay. <laughs> That's that can be arranged. <laughs> oh man, but talking with our kids, oh. Well, so maybe at some point it would be worth doing this sort of thing to practice for talking to kids about sex. True. Cuz I know I remember I hey, we both did sex education at Selene High School. Wasn't it in the middle school that we did sex ed? Uh, there was one in the middle school. Cuz remember everybody got divided up boys and girls and then yeah. there was also the health class freshman year. Oh, where the like pour your cup into everyone else's cup. Yes. Yeah, that was stupid. Oh, jeez. We were taught abstinence only, weren't we? I do believe so. I'm pretty sure Celine was abstinence only. Did you watch the John Oliver yes. segment? Okay. I just I watched also that the other day. Remember that uh, another classmate of ours contacted some organization that actually came to the Drowsy Parrot and did a real, like, here's sex ed. I don't believe you were at that one. No. I think I can count on a single hand the number of times I've been to the Drowsy Parrot. Really? Yeah, I just decent little coffee shop. Yeah, but I never drank coffee until they had great hot chocolate. Never really did hot chocolate either. Oh, well, maybe we'll just all go hang out at the Parrot. (laughs) Is the Parrot even still around? Yes. Well, it was the last time I was in Celine. (laughs) Or we could all just go downtown Ann Arbor and hang out at a real coffee shop. Drowsy Parrot. Permanently closed. What? Google says permanently closed. In Celine? Celine's Drowsy... Okay, here we go. Article. Last year, May 2nd. Celine's Drowsy Parrot shuts down. Surprises employees. Holy crap. Parrot shut down. Business owner Scott Buster confirmed in a text message that Wednesday would be, in fact, the final day for the cozy 780 square foot eatery. Well, that's worse than breaking up by text. (laughs) Hey, guys, sorry to let you know, but I'm closing down the business. TTYL. Yeah, no. Oh, I. uh, 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 Are you back to talking about sex? Yes. You know, we don't actually need to talk about sex right now. I know. Right? But still, just... Okay, the, what we are doing is talking about talking about sex. I know, and it's still making me nervous. Okay, you need to grow up. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. <laughs> I'm a Toys R Us kid. No. There's a million Toys R Toys R Us that, that I can, I can play, play with. with. From, From bikes, bikes to, to trains, trains to, to video games. games. It's it's great. The only Andy? There is. Andy? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Well, 
I'm going to try and not do something that makes me nervous. That is a very uncomfortable rap. Yes, very uncomfortable rap. This is episode 428, recorded live on September 5th, 2015. All right, random topic, rolled ahead of time. This is a Hans one. How much beer will it take to get Andy to re-roof David's house? So clarification here, is Dave's in need of re-roof? In this scenario, yes. Uh, yes, this is I'm assuming. This is stemming from the earlier random topic which was something about uh Russell Crowe, I'm a little teapot, somehow I'm on Dave's roof. It was a very strange strange strange. It wasn't even a question. Uh So somehow this I guess stems from that one, but how much beer will it take me to re-roof Dave's house? Uh well, since I don't drink beer, um I would have to somehow turn it into some sort of currency that I would be able to spend on other people to get them to actually re-roof the house or for equipment. Oh, I just had an interesting idea. You could use that question and you could answer how many cans of beer does it take to re-roof someone's house, as in like using the cans as the material. I was thinking of the fact that Dave lives in Madison, which or outside of Madison, which is a college town. And so you can see how much beer will it take for college kids to do the work for me? That, I think, is the more appropriate question. So let's try to analyze that. How many cans of beer do you think it takes for a person to store worth of um, activity? Well, moving somebody supposedly requires a case of beer and a pizza. So moving somebody is normally what about a four to about a, about a four hour job or so for just a local yeah, move. You're not going to get you know, the pizza. So let's say that's half of it. So two hours per case. Re-roofing Dave's house will probably take at least at least a day with I'd say six to eight people working on it on top of also the supplies as well. So is that a eight-hour workday or a twenty-four hour? No, it's an eight-hour workday with about eight people. So that's sixty-four man hours. Case of beer is two man hours. So that's thirty-two cases. Thirty-two cases, and then we would have to somehow uh, get the materials as well. So you'd have to find so, somebody who um, would be able to accept beer as payment for roofing materials. And that one, I have no well, idea on that. We could we could say that the price of a case of beer is the equivalent of uh, that much money in dollars. So then you could use that conversion to the actual materials. What I'm in my head thinking is it will take probably at least two pallets, maybe three pallets, maybe even four pallets of beer in order to get the amount of labor and materials required to re-roof Dave's house, which I think at that point, that's a whole lot of beer. And I don't think that's really, you're going to lose a lot in the conversion of beer to work and materials. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is not a cost-effective way of doing that. Also, Kate pointed out the fact that all the roofers would probably be drunk. And so um, that could probably either A, lead to a bad roof or B, lead to somebody falling off the roof and suing you. You don't pay them before they start them when they're done working. Yes, but you've got literally like pallets of beer lying around. I feel like somebody is going to, at some point, break into their payment ahead of time. Well, then I guess you're going to have to hire some security guards to guard that and pay them a beer. I don't see any problem with this. This is the most convoluted roofing job ever now. Security guards to guard pallets of beer that you're using to trade for materials and pay your labor force. This is... I'm more interested in the thought that you'd have security guards beer that they are going to eventually drink. What's stopping them from drinking it beforehand and getting drunk? 
Beth, what are your thoughts on this? I have to admit, I was busy reading an article about the female bots on Ashley Madison rather than paying attention because my math skills are not that great. Um, oh, that's hilarious. I mean, I guess the question really, the question really is, Andy, is there ever a price that you would accept for roofing Dave's no, house? No, there is not. There is no price that I would use to, to re-roof Dave's house. Have you, has anybody here actually re-roofed a house besides me? No. You've re-roofed a house? I've helped re-roof a house. I know that you gotta get all the shingles up, and then you gotta make sure all the plywood underneath is there, and you gotta get the uh, uh, the tar paper down, and then you gotta put the shingles on top of the tar mm-hmm. paper, right? Mm-hmm. And not fall off the roof. I did hear you guys say that, and that's a really important part of the job. Safety is the number one rule. Truth. Well, sorry, Dave, if you're listening to this, you are not gonna be able to uh, get me to re-roof your house. Too bad, so sad. Now, I would extend this to, to maybe to be to because uh, I wouldn't do it either. But, uh, would, it, would you roof Dave's house for beer? Okay, so there's more to this this scenario because there would have to be traveling there. I'd have to brush up on it because it's been some time, and I am certainly not the handiest person. And there is no way that I'm going to be up on that roof. Dave is not up there, you know? No, very true. So technically, if if there's going to be food and drink to keep me sustained and it's us working together on a project in friendship, that's pretty cool. And I would, you know, schedule permitting, I would be willing to do that. But there would have to be some time built into it and I would definitely not be taking this on at a contractor role where Dave's inside sipping on lemonade or whatever while I'm up there working my butt off. Fair enough. Well, that's a pretty much good coverage of this random topic. I don't think we can analyze it too much more. Nope. So, Brian and Beth, thank you very much for coming on and helping me out today. No problem, I hope. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting us. I hope you enjoyed that pretzel. This is a very tasty pretzel. I love how how happy and content you sound as you're nomming on it. It's like just the happiest tone. Because it's one of Benny's pretzels. This is... Oh, so tasty. All right. Well, um, thank you guys for coming on. And I guess that's a wrap. Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 429, recorded live on September 12th, 2015. Random topic. Random topic. Really? Cat's on her honeymoon and she's still running? Dedication. Well, also keep in mind she's probably running with Jake. Also Army. Army kind of like keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're pro- they did meet in a running group. <laughs> Touche. So they are probably running together. Probably. Okay. Random topic. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. What would be your strategy for playing Lupin Louie? The fuck is that? I, for some odd reason, thought it was this game where you pick boogers out of a nose, but that's not right. No, I, oh God, what's that game? I know that game. Let's see, what is that one called? No, world's biggest... No, I don't want to... No. Gooey Louie. That's... Okay. Is my Google Foo better than yours? I started looking at videos of people actually pulling boogers out of their nose. <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> what What did you type into Google? Remove boogers from nose game. What did you type? Booger board game. Oh, that would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and there it is, right there. Gooey Louie by L&L Merchandise. No, this one is Lupin Louie, which has nothing Lupin to do with your Louis. nose or anybody's nose. Okay. It's with all the Louis. I guess it rhymes. Probably. Or alliterates. Yeah, the alliteration with the L's. Or the rhyme with Gooey Louie. I don't know. 
Lupin Louie. We're we're not looking at Lupin like a a werewolf, right? No. Lupin like L O O P I N. Lupin Louie. Oh, I swear I've seen this game played before somewhere. I remember this. I never played it, but I remember seeing it. It won some awards. A lot of like best children's games. Alternative names. Aviador Loco. Crazy pilot. Lupin Louie. L-O-U-I-E. Lupin Lewis, which is also Louie. Okay, so. Wow. Piloto Perueta. Plane Crazy. Ah ha ha. Plane Crazy. Oh, I, I like it. that that's one. A, that's a good one, yeah. So for those who do not have a computer in front of them, Louie is a pilot who is flying a plane that spins around the center point. Yeah, yeah. So there's, and there's each a player motor has, in the center with, with a boom coming out. Yeah. And the plane is on the boom. And it, if you just let it go, it's going to knock everything over. Yeah, you've got, you've got three chickens that you're trying to protect. Once you lose all three of your chickens, if they get hit by the plane you're out so there's this little like launcher bar that's right in front of your chickens that you can use to launch the plane up in the air so the the goal would be to to get that bounce just right so he avoids yours but then is also able to hit the other players before they're able to react you you want to bounce him up over yours and ideally over the next player's launcher yes this could be interesting I, I I don't know. It's to me. It seems a lot like Hungry Hungry Hippos because there, there could be the just keep on hitting your thing till your fingers fall off. Yep. So there's the button masher, or there's the actual um, slam Timing. the thing as hard as possible. People. Well, it's it's not always going to be as hard as possible, right? You don't want it to go too high up, then it'll miss the person next to you. Or there, I saw some of the videos where if you hit it too high, he'll go he'll go completely vertical. Yeah. And then as it spins, he'll actually like come down right back at you. Oh, yeah. So you got to be. Careful. Careful. Yeah, so no, uh, if, you, if, you, if I, you don't time it right, you could actually keep having him either A, come to you, or keep hitting your own chickens, one of the two. I would practice, I guess. I just, the, the, the game is small enough, so you could play two sides at once. So you could kind of uh, do the thing around and kind of just judge to see how it works. But no, this would actually take a lot of finesse, because it's just a little plastic thingy, so you're not going to have too much control over it. Someone made an eight-player version of it. Oh, goodness. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'd watch a couple other people play it. Might go on and, and see if there's like a forum on strategy. I, I highly doubt there's a forum for this game. Uh, forums. Quicker games. Loop and Louie 8 player 3D printed adapter. New Toys R Us Hasbro reprint. Free parts in Massachusetts. Motor replacement guide, which is the most popular piece on this forum. I could see that because if this motor breaks... The game's toast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, There is indeed a, a forum okay. for this game. Never it's on mind. board My game. Apologies. So yeah, Loop and Louie. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what else to say about it. It's Loop and Louie. Okay. I, I got nothing. Yeah. It's no, Loop I got nothing else on this one anymore. I'd, I'd go and watch a couple people play and then practice a little bit. And I think my, my overall strategy, my overall strategy is not let my chickens get hit. Yeah, that's a, that's a good strategy. That's my strategy. That, don't, that's a, don't let my chickens get hit. Don't lose. That's a good strategy. That's, isn't that a great strategy? Yeah, no, it's a, that's a very... They probably get you far in life. I was talking with someone like we, we were talking about football. I'm like, well, yeah, as, as long as they as long as they score more points than the other team, right? Like that's 
that's the key to sports. It's like, ah, not all sports. I guess golf. <laughs> golf, you don't want to score more points than the other team. Track and field, you don't want to score more points. Depends on how you measure track and field, right? Yes. If you measure actual time, yeah, you don't want more than the other team. But points in forms of races won. All right, you want to get to work. I got a lot of updating to do this weekend. Okay. I'm done. All right, that's a wrap. This is episode 430, recorded live on September 19th, 2015. Random topic. (laughs) Okay, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Which co-host makes a better Calvin Klein underwear model? Andy. Dave. What? Yeah. You think so? Um, Well, if you've ever noticed Calvin Klein underwear models... Yeah, um, I have not, but go on. (laughs) They are bare-chested. Okay. So um, I would have to get my chest waxed. Ah, I... Would probably, yeah, I really wouldn't. So, out of the box, who would make a better Calvin Klein underwear model? Dave. But but with effort, I mean, you you are you are much more muscly. <laughs> not right now. No, I'm not. No? I'm like 170 some odd pounds, and I have not put on much muscle. Oh. That has been all sedimentary stuff. Oh, I guess Dave. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate that comment. <laughs> it would be out of the box. I'm saying that you are going to be the better Calvin Klein underwear model. Okay. I, I don't know. And, I feel like I'm still too lanky for it. Well, they have... Like all gangly. <laughs> like uh, like you you got arms like Gumby or what? Kind of. But yeah, no, I... Uh, Kate, <laughs> Kate also agreed with me on this one. Okay. So... so- what we need to do is find a, a photographer who works with Calvin Klein and say, which of us would you prefer to work with? And then they will laugh at us and say, get out. Probably. Question is, who would look better on that 54, 50 foot tall billboard in Times Square? Yo. I, mm, yeah, no, I'm not going to be a good underwear model. That would. Okay. I, I will, I will, I will fall on that one for you. <laughs> You'll fall on that sword. I'll fall on that sword. I'll take that bullet. <laughs> I'll jump on that grenade. <laughs> One time I mixed those up. I said, I'll fall on that bullet for you. People Ooh. laughed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tomatoes, potatoes. Sure. All right. Are we good? I do believe we're good. I do okay. believe that's a wrap. This is episode 431, recorded live on September 26, 2015. So random topic. topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yeah. Now, I swear this was entirely random, but I uh, have the random topic of what about Grand Con excites you the most? And no joke, Grand Con is going on right now as we record. Like this very minute? Like it is currently going on right now up in Grand Rapids. Okay, so what has you most excited about Grand Con? I'm not sure, because... um, We're not there. Yeah. And I had not heard of it before this. So what gets me excited? The fact that there is a large gaming convention in Grand Rapids? That gets me pretty excited. I'm trying to get the program guide, but I can't. All it does is go back to the homepage. This website is... uh, Also not very exciting. Yeah. Yes, it is a tabletop gaming convention in... Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. That's a really stupid design choice when you click on the header of the page and it takes you to the entry page instead of to the main page. Why why do they even have an entry page? I don't know, because someone doesn't know how to write a redirect. So, yeah, there. The classic... It looks like there's an expo hall. Yep. It looks like there's... There's a, there's a vendor area. Vendor area. It looks like there is... They teamed uh, up with Extra Life. That's cool. Yeah, there's not like a lot of... Here's what you can expect here. No, no, there's not. Let's see. Yeah, the gaming events. You can actually play gaming. The two, two There's a 2,000 plus board game library to play. Cool. Uh, RPG events, charity and tournament events, dealer hall, workshops and seminars... 
I just found it was hilarious that literally the weekend that it's going on is the weekend that I randomly roll. Is, is that what makes you the most excited, Andy? <laughs> that we managed to hit the random topic during the convention? Partially. Well, we, we can try to make, sort of expand this topic a bit to when you go to a convention, what do you enjoy the most about conventions? Like, Here, I thought I was the one who looked for loopholes. Well, it's like I said, it's, we we don't know what's going on there right now because their website is, is bad. Oh, what's what's the convention in Madison? Is it GeekCon? Yes. There's a GeekCon in Madison that I totally missed a month ago. Oops. Uh, when's the steampunk one? TeslaCon is November 20th and 21st. That is in the future? Yes. Tesla Silicon is $65 per ticket, and it is a steampunk convention. I don't know what the advantage of a steampunk convention is. I don't know either. I don't know what the advantage of this is or why I go to this. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, what do what do I do when I go to, to cons? Uh, I hang out and see people that I don't normally see. Andy dresses up as Waldo. That's only for PAX. What other cons have you gone to? I don't know, because you always have the... Well, I go to conferences, but that's... Conferences yeah, that's and conventions are two different things. Most of the time, yes. Now, part of it is to hang out with people that you don't normally get to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of the, the workshops and the um, panels. Panels are pretty fun. Yes, most of the time Usually. panels are pretty good. Like that's Normally when I went to PAX, that was my primary thing was, okay, I have a panel here that I want to go to, I have a panel here that I want to go to, I have a panel here that I want to go to, and then I use those as tent poles and then I kind of just fill in the middle with other stuff later. Yeah. So yes, no, I would love to have gone to the panel that they had at Grand Con, which is the current state of the gaming industry. Talk to you by people who are in the industry. Who actually know what's going on. Yes. Or at least claim to. Yes. See, one of the guys on the panel is um, a game designer who founded Wingnut Games. So he probably knows what's going on. One might think. Yes. See, uh, no, okay. when, I, when I think of that, I think of would I have dressed up for this? No. Would I have met people, hung out with people that I don't normally hang out with? Maybe. I don't know who anybody, like I don't know any of the, the, the board gaming people here in Kalamazoo. So I can't really hang out with people that I don't normally hang out with. Well, I, yeah. So it's hard to say. Yes. If I would have gone to this thing, I probably would have gone browse through the library and just seen if people wanted to play games or just, you know, people looking for a group. They're like, oh yes, that would be interesting to play. Hmm. I, I got nothing. Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> I knew what was more going on there, but they have board games, so maybe played some board games, looked at the vendors, seen if anybody's got any good games that are cheap. That's what probably Brendan would do if he went to this convention. He'd probably come back with about four different board games. Yep. Yeah. Barter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Explore. Meet new people. Meet new uh, games. God, jeez. I got another. Why are people at work on a Saturday? Why are people at work on a Saturday? Uh, because you work at a radio station and shit needs to get done. <sighs> Yes, yes, it does. So, yeah. Yay. All right, well, I got another problem to fix. Okay. So I'm going to have to call it. Sounds good. All right. I think we're at the end anyway. Yep, that's a wrap. This is episode 432, recorded live on October 3rd, 2015. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. If Pierre Trudeau walked into a bar and ran into Bill Clinton, what would he say? My answer is something in French. He was Canadian. He was Canadian? Pierre Trudeau was a prime minister of Canada. He's the guy who was responsible for Canada becoming, like, fully sovereign and independent. Hey, he's born in Montreal. He could speak French. I'm sure he spoke French. I'm sure he also spoke English. Probably. And... When did he die? Uh, 2000. Okay, so he'd know who Bill Clinton was. Yes. So probably would just say, like, hello. That said, so wait, the, the question is, Pierre Trudeau walks into the bar. Yes. What would he say to Bill Clinton? Yes. So we're assuming Clinton is already in the bar. Yes. <laughs>
Hey, Bill? He would say, hey, Bill. Bill Clinton go, what the hell is going on here? Why is the undead corpse of Pierre Trudeau walking into a bar and talking to me? See, I was thinking about it the other way, though. Of like, what if Clinton walks in the bar and Trudeau is there? And Trudeau would be like, hey, about time. Be like, it's in the afterlife. But no, yeah, Bill Clinton's already there, which means... Trudeau's walking into a... So the corpse of Pierre Trudeau walks into a bar. Yes. So, so I guess the, there's, there's really only one answer then as to what Trudeau would say. Mm. Close enough. <laughs> brains. Or whatever the French word for brains is. Le brains. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not le brain. It's probably not. And I'm probably going to get a letter about that from somebody. <laughs> Aaron speak French? I don't know, actually. I know he took French. I know he was in Canada for a bit. Brains. So I love how he took this political question and then just turned it into zombies. Zombie. It works. Yep. All right. That's everything. Yes. Yes, that is. So uh, that's a wrap. This is episode 433, recorded live on October 11th, 2015. Random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Actually, finally rolled a natural one. Yeah. Well, I, why do you say a natural one, Andy? Do you know what the opposite of natural is in this case? Modified one. Right. We don't have any modifiers. True. All of our rolls are the natural roll. True. But if I, I feel like if I want to roll a one or a 20, I feel like I should just... It's it's always just been a nat 1 or a nat 20. Yes, because we don't do modified. So you roll a 1. Yes. A natural 1. And a modified 1, because modified is plus 0. Uh, the random topic is the Italian Hall Massacre, which actually happened Crap. in Michigan. Okay, in Google. UP. What is the Italian Hall Massacre? Um... So some miners in the UP in 1913 were striking against the mining company, and they were all at the Italian Hall for a Christmas party when somebody uh, yelled fire. Okay. And Which is the, illegal to do if there isn't actually a fire. Yes. And the party was held on the second floor of this Italian hall. There was a steep stairway that was uh, the only way from the second floor. There was also a poorly marked fire escape on one side of the building. And there were ladders going down the back of the building that you had to climb out a window to get to. Yeah. So there were over 400 people in the room. Somebody yelled fire. There was no fire. People panicked and rushed for the stairs. And 73 people were killed in the mob rush to get out of the building. Wow. So most people at the time thought that the mining company was had an agent there who actually was the one who... Who um, shouted out fire? fire? Yeah. Well, it, was, it wasn't the mining company, but it was Citizens Alliance, which is a local anti-trade unit organization. So somebody who would have been on the side of the mining management company. But yes, no, that was 73 people, which I think, uh, I have to double check this, but I do believe that was the largest mass murder in Michigan, which I originally thought was the I, mad bomber of Bath, but it turns well, out I was... hang on. Hang on. Mass murder. Was this classified as murder? Mass murder would have been someone setting the building on fire. But somebody yelling fire in a crowded building is not murder. What would you consider that to be? It's illegal. It's public endangerment. But it's not murder. If somebody died in the process of you shouting fire, it's not murder. Would that be like manslaughter then? Uh, The person who ended up actually killing them would be manslaughter. That is absolutely not murder. I don't see anything in here where it's murder. Okay, so my I guess my definition of what murder is is not not an actual murder. Like it, it was tragic. It is awful. Uh, it says death store. The truth behind Michigan's largest mass murder. But this this was not a murder unless they found someone and charged him and said like you did this with the intent of killing.
killing X, Y, and Z. Well, nobody knows exactly who shouted fire. Right. So it's one of those. I, I don't, I would not classify this as murder, and I doubt that legally it is classified as murder. Here, see also, shouting fire in a crowded theater. Really? That's on the Wikipedia? Yeah. It's oh. on Wikipedia. It's a popular metaphor. Uh, falsely, falsely shouting fire. Literal examples. I, I don't think causing mass panic is murder. Okay. I don't know what it would be, so I, I will go with your thing there. Okay, but still, 73 people died there. That was... Yeah, that's that's a little suspicious. 73 people is a lot of people. There were 400 in there, right? Yes. So almost a quarter of them died trying to get out. Yes. Now, wow. Some people say that was because some of the doors actually opened inward rather than outward. Except all photos show the opposite. Well, the... Some people say that there were inner doors that are not shown. Yeah, some people want to build up the mystery of it because then it promotes tourism. Yes, which the building it, no longer is standing. So Cal you met Michigan. The, the tourism is not exactly great. Well, you, you're up in the you're up in the, what the the tip of the friggin' Upper Peninsula is where you are. Where are the Painted Lakes up there? I don't know. Come on, Dave. You were you were Michigan. I was what? I was what? I never. Uh, do you know the number of times I've been to the Upper Peninsula? Are you trying to Google that? Like, yes, I'm trying to figure out where these were. It's not the Painted Lakes. What are the name of the, the lakes up in the UP? There's the Ice Caves. Is that what you're thinking? I think it's somewhere along the lines of the Ice Caves. No, not Lice Caves. Ice Caves. The Lice Caves. <laughs> that sounds really like a place I want to stay far away from. Well, there are cave lice. Yeah, no, no. Calumet's population. Not going down that, no. In 1900 was 4,668 people. The estimated 2014 population, 708. Oof. Guess that's what happens. Your mining town shuts down. Yep. Dang. The village of Calumet. It is Calumet, right? It's not Calumet like it should be? Yep, Met. Okay. Well, if you look at the Wikipedia, they, they have the pronunciation key. Calumet. Yep. yep. It's a village in Calumet Township, Houghton County. 726. Jeez. There were more people in our high school than there were at this city. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. The Italian Hall Massacre. Whew. I'll go you with massacre. about your own state. I'll go with massacre. Massacre is, is, is it, that's an acceptable use of massacre. Yes. That, yes. But it is definitely not murder. All right. Wow. The, okay. So the Keweenaw Peninsula is the only site in the country where prehistoric aboriginal mining of copper occurred. Hmm. All right. I think that's it. There's a volcano up there? What? Andy. Sorry. Oi. Sorry. Now I, I'm in a Wikipedia hole right now. All right. Take us out. out. Yes. All right. Yeah, it was bad times. Take us out. Oh, sorry. That's a wrap. <laughs> this is episode 434, recorded live on October 17th, 2015. Random topic. Yes. Rolled ahead of time. Yes. What would you do, Dave, if one of your children married one of my children? Throw one hell of a wedding? <laughs> It would be pretty cool. Wouldn't have to worry about getting along with my kids' in-laws. Very true. Yeah, that whole in-law thing would probably non be non-existent because it's like, oh, yeah, okay, hey, it's you, and yeah, Passover parties. Pa oh my God, Passover would be amazing. <laughs> like, how often do you do you bring the parents from both sides over to Passover? Just like it would be, it would be fantastic. Yeah, where our, the stuff's already set. Second Thanksgiving already set. Yeah. I like really what it would just mean is I'd see you guys for Passover anyway, and I'd see you for probably normal Thanksgiving and second Thanksgiving. So, yeah, no, it, I don't see a problem here other than a, you don't have kids and we don't have kids. Yes, that's that's the the <laughs> that's a, we need kids first before this could happen. And they actually would need to like each other. It's, it's not going to be like an arranged marriage. Like fall in love with each other. Yeah, an arranged marriage would be which, creepy, which would involve them, you know, knowing each other or meeting each other and growing up. Have you ever seen uh, the family? 
Fantastics? No, what's that? It's two men who who are both raising a child. So he's raising a daughter, the other guy's raising a son, and they want the kids to fall in love. And so they stage this huge family feud. They pretend to hate each other and they, they forbid the kids from seeing each other, etc., etc. And so, of course, the kids fall in love. Oh, of course. But no, I have not seen that, but... There's there's a lot more to it after oh, yeah. that. That's the beginning of the play. Uh, after that, things kind of go downhill. <laughs> go figure. It's a play. Things have to go downhill first. Yep. Okay, random... That was the random topic. Yeah, that was the... And would the random review. would be great. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd celebrate. I'd say congratulations. I mean, assuming that your kid is a, a good kid. And a, True. Assuming my kid is a good kid. True. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yeah, we'd get him for Christmas, though. It's just... <laughs> I I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Can we come? <laughs> Dave would actually come to Christmas then. That'd be weird. All right. Yeah. Okay. You've cool. gotten the okay. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those random topics. Oh, what would you do? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Awesome. Like, sweet. That sounds cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I mean, at that point, my, my old line about my friend circle. No, I'm not even going to say that on the show. Never mind. Um, yeah. It'd be awesome. I think I remember that line. But anyway. um. Uh, <laughs> Like and awkward silence. Yeah, that's moving. Moving on. That, that well, we have nowhere else to go. So that's that's a wrap. This is episode four three five, recorded live on October twenty fifth, twenty fifteen. All right, random topic. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. This time we're no audible. Best Mario song. Oh shit! How many Mario songs I was, are there? Now? I was supposed to be thinking about that through the whole podcast. I'm like, I'll think about that. Oh god! I mean, there's there's dozens of Mario songs. List of Super Mario World songs. Jesus. Yeah. No. Don't don't even try. Because like, there's just ah, uh, Koji Kondo was so good. Um, yeah. You the original, right? Da 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 da. Um. Uh, you have Super Mario 3. I've always been a fan of Super... I know Super Mario Bros. 2 really isn't a Super Mario Bros. game. It is actually almost more Super Mario Bros. 2 than Super Mario Bros. 2 is. I But I liked the number 2 theme the best. Now the other question is, favorite Mario song, what happened about, like, Mario Kart? or Yeah, Rainbow Road and Mario Kart's very, very pretty. Mario Party songs, there's just so many. Yeah, there's nothing really good in Mario Party. But I I can't, I mean... I there was a rule about no singing. Dave, what? It's a rule about no singing. All right. So I I cannot come up with the best Super Mario song. Paper Mario. Yeah, yeah the, there was decent music in that. I'm I'm stumped. I cannot come up with a best Mario song. There are just so many good ones. It's like how would you how would you even do this? Would you have to like break them up into um, Not to mention all of the fan-made stuff. Oh yeah. Like coming up soon is going to be our Sleigh Ride Mario Party mix. Yep, from the one-ups. Yep. Yeah, I, I, they're all great. I, I, yeah, I don't know what to... They're all great.
I'm going to say, though, that I, I do enjoy... If I, if I had to listen to one of them right now, it would be Super Mario Brothers 2, the main theme. <laughs> Followed closely... Ooh, God, Super Mario World 2 had a good one as well. God damn it! Right! Like, it's all just good music. <sighs> all of it. There's... there's I can't come up with a, a best. I cannot do that. It's all good. It's all really, really good. You know, it's a bit of ridiculous, though, is I'm probably going to have to go and um, play a bunch of these at work tomorrow because it's going to be stuck in my head yep. all day today. Yep. There's some really good medleys out there and some really good fan base stuff that you should probably check out. But best Mario song. Jesus. That's... Yeah, there isn't. There, there just isn't a best. They are fantastic. It's like saying, is there a best Mega Man level song? No. There's some really good ones. There is no best. <sighs> all right. Well, I guess... Uh... On that indecisive note. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's a wrap. This is episode 436, recorded live on Halloween. October 31st, 2015. Was was that your spooky voice? That was my spooky voice. It was not very spooky. Sorry. So, random topic? Random topic. Roll ahead of time. What yeah. is your favorite line from The Princess Bride? Uh, 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 cause oh my god yeah i know you see you like the princess bride and you get it's, all those I, lines well i tell my my trainees uh, it's the second most quotable movie in all of nerd culture what's the most quotable monty python oh of course yeah that's actually exactly what they say it, it, it's totally a setup right it's oh yeah. it's the second most quotable what's the first one holy grail oh yeah yep. yeah I, the whole like there's not a bad line in the movie i my favorite that's I, I mean, I looked up if you go and look up the Princess Bride quotes, you essentially get the script of the movie. God, there's just so I remember listening to um, oh, whose book was it? We were listening oh, to the the um, somebody's book. I think it was Carrie, Carrie's book um, about the movie. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the book, he just throws out all of the quotes at the very beginning. It's like the Princess Bride. And then he just he does all of them. He does like inconceivable. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. Life is pain. It's just boom, boom, boom. He just nails all of them out. Yep. Surrender. You mean you wish to surrender to me? Very well. I accept. <laughs> like, oh, God. Okay, if I had to pick, if I had to pick, if I have to pick the Billy Crystal Miracle Max scene. Oh. Uh, that, pick any any line in there. Those are, yeah, any of those. Have fun storming the castle. The castle. Ah, I think it'll work. It'll take a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole movie is so good. I need to go watch it now. The book actually wasn't bad that he wrote either. His his book about the movie is actually pretty interesting. His it's a lot of, it's a lot of the background the movie, stuff there. Which, which is? Uh, the guy Carrie's. who played Wesley? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's pretty good. I, I looked at a couple of the pages in it. Uh, also, the original book, The Princess Bride, was very good. The it's on my Kindle. The abridged version, because the, the point is that it's the book within the book. Yeah. Rest well and dream of large women. Now I'm just going down the list going, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is this a kissing book? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, like I've just stolen. <laughs> oh, what's the Oh, um, the first is starting a land war in Asia. Yes. Most famous of which is never get involved in a land war in Asia, but only slightly less well known as this, never go against the Sicilian when death when is on the line. Is, oh. God, it's <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, oh, so good. Favorite quote. Okay. I think, yeah, we're just going to quote the whole movie if we sit here. So I think we have to call it a wrap. Inconceivable. 
That's a wrap. This is episode 437, recorded live on November 7th, 2015. Random topic. We're all ahead of time. Yeah. If you were a pirate, what would your pirate name be? This one actually stemmed from the Martian book, because at one point he's like, I'm technically a pirate. And so in the movie, he called himself Pirate Blondebeard. Blondebeard the pirate. Yeah. Um both Kate and I said was a horrible pirate name, so now we have to think of, if we were a pirate, what would our pirate names be? Yeah. What would my pirate name be? Let's just Google pirate name generator. <laughs> there probably are some. Uh, no. No, you don't like the name? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's not... You, you have to actually say what these are, Andy. You can't just do that. Uh, Captain something... Captain Harley Beerbong? No. Shark Balls Pale Grave Bellamy? No. God, there's a lot of pirate name generators. What would your pirate name be, Andy? Captain QS the 23rd? No. Yeah, QS 23 doesn't work for pirates stuff. What would be my pirate name... Dread Pirate Roberts. No, you can't be the Dread Pirate Roberts. Why not? Because Inigo Montoya is currently the Dread Pirate Roberts. He handed it off to Phil, and Phil gave it to me. Who the hell is Phil? He was the Dread Pirate Roberts. Keep up, Andy! <laughs> I, I have no... I Most I, of the pirates I know do have beard in the name. I have no beard. No, I can't, no, I can't you don't really, have a beard. I can't really grow a beard. I can grow fuzz. <laughs> Captain Peach Fuzz? Captain Fuzzy Beard. I feel like that's from Animaniacs or Tiny Captain Toons. Fuzzy Beard. I am Captain Fuzzy Beard. Please let me call him Captain Fuzzy Beard. You are not allowed to call me Captain Fuzzy Beard. <laughs> I don't know if you get to get to give that rule out anymore now that it's out there. It's out there. That's happened. Yeah. I'm now Captain Fuzzy Beard. I. I... <laughs> what have I done? I think what you've announced to everybody that you are now Captain Fuzzy Beard. I'm not Captain Fuzzy Beard. Oh, God. Episode title. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh. Um. So, Andy, what's your pirate name? Smiling Tony? No. No. If I'm Captain Fuzzy Beard, you are not Smiling Tony. Well, I'm all done. I, I found mine, clearly, evidently. Um, Shipwreck Andy? <laughs> that's, a, that's not exactly a very terrifying pirate name. No, uh... Barnacle... Salty... God, there's just so many, like, Buccaneer... Old... Old, old Salty Buccaneer Barnacle? <laughs> That's where you. That's where you're at right now. <laughs> Just want to be clear on that. Yeah, I know it's not going where is, is there. I don't think you get to make fun of Matt Damon for Captain Blondebeard anymore, Mister Old Salty Barnacle Thing. <laughs> Old thing. God, it's hard. Yeah. You think it's easy, but no, it's um quick-eyed lefty. No. 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 Why not? Uh, what do you mean by quick-eyed? Like I, I'm. Okay, well, I can't. I don't really have eagle eyes because I'm wearing glasses. Right. Ste- steely-eyed, uh, steely-eyed lefty. Your steely eyes aren't very steely, sir. I think steely. What, what, okay, what would steely-eyed mean? I think that's just like uh, having a hard, strong, and determined mindset. 
I feel like lefty, though, should be like the act the last bit there. The lefty is always a... It's going to be something, something lefty. Okay. So whatever the... I, I was going with the steely-eyed lefty. Captain lefty? Captain lefty? Sounds like a euphemism for something else. Like a pirate? No, I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, all right. Captain lefty. All right. Captain fuzzy beard. Yep. I guess that's... That's a wrap. Stop trying to do accents. <laughs> You can't <laughs> do accents. All right, that's 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 a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.